0: Hey there, what's up? Welcome to episode 10 of Before the Drop, the show that brings you advice for pursuing a career in music and for those who are waiting for the chorus to drop in their own careers and lives. My name is Zodi, and in this week's episode we are going to be talking about my producer routine which was requested by a member of my community, shout out to Dance, for requesting this subject to be covered. And that goes for you who are listening. If you want me to cover any subjects in future episodes, please let me know via the DMs on Instagram. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Please rate and share this with anyone you feel needs to hear it. My Producer Routine I'm going to break this episode down into different segments, how I started, how I am now and then I'll talk about my daily routine and then also my weekly routine and some advice and tips that should help you with your own careers and lives. When I started production it was initially to record my old band Demos and it was there to support the band. The band was my primary focus, and to be in a successful band was the end goal. When I started out, there was no routine, it was very sporadic, here and there, a couple of hours on my days off, a couple of hours maybe just before work as I did later shifts. And I started to turn down social events in the evenings as I knew it would affect my productivity the following day, and that's kind of how I started. So fast forward to today and I'm finding that I'm spending most of my 30s trying to optimise my work output in the hours that I have throughout the week. Weekends, I definitely take off. Uh, I never used to, but since going full-time consistently songwriting Monday to Friday, I found it more important than ever to take the weekends off. Generally, you know, here and there on a Sunday afternoon or evening, I find myself getting bored and start planning for the week ahead and start dabbling with like smaller tasks. Use this podcast episode as additional ideas to your already existing routine and give you a rough guideline so just remember we're all different some of this is going to work for you some of this isn't and it's about applying different techniques okay Be open to your routine changing and evolving over time like mine did. Don't resist the feeling of change. You know, if you feel that the routine is just not working for you anymore, which it does, it does change, you need to accept that and come up with new ideas to shape your routine. Otherwise, if you try and force something, especially a routine, a daily thing, um, you're just going to put more stress on yourself, more pressure on yourself and beat yourself up. And the last point I want to make before we dive into my routine is we want to build a routine so we can experience the repetition of doing the same songwriting or production tasks day in, day out. Simply as I can put it, that is how you get better. There is no magic formula or hacks. It is just persistence, grit and repetition of the same thing day in, day out. Generally if you're looking for quick wins or hacks this isn't the path for you. You need to love the process to gain any kind of expertise in a skill. There are no shortcuts. End of. This whole journey is meant to be boring at times. It's meant to be frustrating and confusing. This is all part of the process. The more we do it the quicker we learn and eventually we climb out to the next level. And let me reiterate that point again. The more we do it the quicker we learn and eventually we climb out to the next level. The first thing I'm going to talk about is my alarm. (laughs) Uh, I generally wake up between 5.30 in the morning and 6am. I use the Sleep Cycle app, which I've been using since about 2013. And what it does is it finds kind of like the lightest point of your sleep within 30 minutes. I don't know the technology or how it works. It can kind of sense your moving or your breathing. I used to use like a standard alarm and I just found it quite, um, it's quite shocking, isn't it? That alarm sound, it's so brutal sometimes. Whereas this alarm, it kind of fades in. It's a bit more gradual. One great thing about the app that is absolutely hilarious is it does record you snoring and sleep talking. (laughs) So that's always amusing to listen to if you're interested. The next thing after that, once I'm awake, is I try my hardest not to take my phone off airplane mode for at least 30 minutes to an hour. Waking up straight away and then turning your phone on with all those notifications, it puts you into this hyper state of alertness and sometimes panic. And um, I learned the hard way, in fact, Um, when the YouTube channel started to blow up and I hadn't turned off all the notifications I was getting on each video. I remember one day I woke up, I checked the phone within five, 10 minutes of waking up and I got a proper hate comment, proper hate comment and can really set the tone for the rest of the day. I would just urge you not to switch your phone off airplane mode for at least half an hour, 60 minutes. Give yourself time to wake up properly. So after that, once I am awake, I prepare a protein shake every morning and I hit the gym for about an hour. This is four times a week. And then one of the days on the Tuesdays, I have a personal trainer. Um, I personally never stepped foot in a gym until COVID happened. I just I just didn't care for it at all. Um, and it wasn't until the whole lockdown thing that I got much more kind of conscious of my health and my well-being so I started to go to the gym and that was a small habit I used to go once or twice a week for maybe half an hour and I built on that habit and developed it further and further and then now two two and a bit years later uh, I'm there for an hour four days a week I cannot stress enough the benefits of going to a gym it just helps you with focus throughout the day I'm generally in a better mood. I generally deliver better results overall when I've had a gym day. I cannot recommend it enough. Absolutely love it. Coming from a guy who did not care for the gym for the majority of his life. (laughs) Once I get back um, from the gym, the first thing I do is practice some breathing exercises for about a minute. Then, after that, I just jump in the shower. I will read most days for about 15 to 30 minutes. I generally take notes on everything that I'm reading. Uh, For some reason, I don't know if you have this, but it just doesn't seem to effectively go in if you just listen to a book. Generally, these books are focused on self-development, business, um, marketing, stoicism, career-based stuff. The way I look at it is we're an empty glass and negative influences from the external world, such as media, such as news stories, such as politics, people arguing, it's like you're filling up that clear glass with muddy water. And over time it gets thicker and thicker and darker and darker, uh, and it starts to play on your productivity and just you generally as a human, you know, you become more anxious, you become more angry, you become more concerned and worried. And what you want to be able to do is fill that glass up with clear Pristine water, and generally I find that 's going to come from positive books such as career building, uh, Stoicism, being surrounded by good people that you can trust who are generally a positive a radiator in your life, and that 's kind of what i 'm balancing all the time, generally, especially with social media. Once that's done, I read a list of tasks that I've written down in a notebook the night before. I decide which will need the most of my energy and focus and also which one will drive me closer to my end of 2022 goal regarding my career. I have a PDF that I write at the start of every year that has a list of all my end of year goals and I refer to this every day to help as a guide to know if I am on the right path, I highly recommend you do it for yourself. I'll have 5 to 10 business goals that I want to achieve by December 2022. I also have destructive habits so I can check myself and be aware that I'm doing it. And then I have habits that I want to implement and learn within my year. So a good example, say one of my business goals is to have a 100 songs being pitched to the k-pop companies, just 100 songs. That's something that remains completely or mostly in my control and it's something that I can work towards to hit by the end of the year. I tend to aim a little bit higher with these goals so at least if I fall short of them I know that I've aimed fairly high as well and got a good result. Another goal is to have 52 episodes of this podcast online by the end of the year maybe a certain amount of recurring artist clients or a certain amount of youtube videos that i can put out this is the sort of stuff that you can kind of aim for that's realistic it remains mostly within your control what you don't want to be doing is setting goals that remain out of your control and aren't tangible or for example i want to be the biggest brand on the internet it's like well how do you measure that you know is that a tangible number that you can follow i fell into the trap of doing was going i want 50 cuts by the end of the year well cuts are completely and utterly decided by so many different external factors that remain out of your control so you have to be very careful of that so I would recommend for you is to write five to ten business goals that you can mostly control by yourself and just aim higher than you usually think you can do if you hit it absolutely amazing great and if you don't you're still hit really high because the goal was high in the first place. So once I've gone back to my daily list of tasks, I start the day around half eight in the morning to about 9 a.m. Mornings are my best and most focused hours. I get the hardest, most draining tasks done first, which are usually, you know, creative tasks such as songwriting, production or creating content. My songwriting work will bounce between generally, I don't know, like K-pop pitching and then writing songs for my clients. I do the busy sort of jobs and less draining tasks such as emails, calls and that follows lunch in the afternoon. Thing that I learned that did have quite a big impact in my daily routine was to prepare lunch with um, fresh ingredients uh, and maybe mix it up on a Wednesday and, and do something like a sandwich that I bought from a supermarket, whatever. The reason being is I actually found in my situation that Uh, I have intolerance to certain foods, and if I was to eat those foods that contained the ingredients that I was intolerant to, I would often slow down throughout the day and I'd feel awful, bloated, and sort of sluggish, and it would affect my productivity. It would affect my work. So I try to create something fresh every day. The best way to describe it is I generally feel lighter after lunch, and I can still keep a good part of my focus going up until the evening. I try to wrap up around 5-6pm. When I stream on Tuesdays, those are the longest days and I'll end up wrapping up about 7-7.30pm. From there, after about 6pm, it is really all about chilling, like forcing myself to chill. (laughs) So I try to avoid my phone and I leave it in the other room. It's just too easy, isn't it? It's just too easy just to pick up your phone and start scrolling or responding to emails and and you just don't want to do that especially if you've had quite a full-on day. Now something else to consider as well is that I live in the UK and you got to consider that we are a few hours ahead of America and America is starting to wake up and get work done when our day is finishing. There's most likely going to be an influx of messages coming through when my day is finishing and it's not good to really respond to these messages or interact with them after a full day of hard work. The way I chill is generally I'll watch Netflix or I'll play video games, generally video games that aren't too strenuous, basically competitive gaming, like the last thing you want to do after a hard day's work is competitive gaming. I just want to do games that are simple, straightforward, like Diablo 3, World of Warcraft, Within Reason, of course, and then I try to go to bed about half 10 in the evening and I do a little bit of reading just before bed. Most of my energy is on the Monday and it declines as the week progresses. Most important work is always at the start of the week. Now, I can't control this all the time. Obviously, this fluctuates from week to week depending on who emails me and what comes through, but that is my target. I use Wednesdays to focus purely on content and business tasks as opposed to the songwriting. And I'll actually leave my studio and hire out a co-working space in the centre of Brighton just to kind of break it up, you know, and have a bit more of a social side to it as it's quite isolating being my own. Fridays um, Fridays are usually half days. And to be honest, all focus for work just goes out the window completely on a Friday. So they're generally half days. And I start the weekend maybe after lunchtime or start doing mundane weekend tasks like Washing clothes, something, you know, rock and roll like that. (laughs) So, to summarise these points, I would say to you, having a guide for your year is incredibly important. Otherwise, you just have nothing to aim for and become lost or, you know, pulled in so many various directions from all the distractions we have today, having the clear focus and being consistent will help you attain the goal faster. This is what I wish I'd learned, you know, in my early 20s. Balanced weeks are key here. You have to be open to variation and fluctuations. I have fairly long days, admittedly, but nothing extreme either. You know sometimes you're gonna have bad days and you won't get a lot of work done and that's absolutely fine. It's okay. Just pick it up again tomorrow. Don't beat yourself up about it. I used to do it all the time. I still do it a little bit but I'm much better. You know what I did the whole waking up at 4 30 thing and grinding inverted commas until 7 p.m. and I just found for me it was a quicker way of burning out beating myself up for not crushing it 24 7 or just being plain unhappy. I was just unhappy the whole time to be honest. <laughs> My routine has changed over time. You should be open to change too. Always open to change. Forcing something or a routine will just add to stress and it will make you unhappy. It should feel natural to you. Okay, don't force anything. That goes for songwriting and production as well. If something's not working and you're forcing it, take a step back, assess the situation from a bird's eye perspective and maybe try something else. For songwriting, if a riff or hook isn't working, that's fine. Go write in the chorus, go work on a bridge, come back to it later, and it's the same with a routine. By having a routine, building that consistency, having the good habits with a razor sharp clear focus on the end goal is a huge part of my success today. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know in the DMs. Please rate, and share this with anyone you feel needs to hear it. Thanks so much, and I'll catch you again next week.